0: good monday morning my name is matt hodell i am your host here on the bastards of art podcast so my name is matt and i work in st louis as a tattoo artist Uh, i also do rizzograph printing and uh, i do this podcast and uh, i got a youtube channel and uh, i generally just kind of wake up every morning and figure out uh, you know how to continue doing what i like to do um, I am self-employed, I've been self-employed since 1995. And even though being self-employed can be scary and there's no guarantees in life and there's no uh, you know there's no promises to any to any of this. You, you don't have a paycheck, you wake up every day and a lot of people like to use the word hustle, which sounds like every day's a grind. And it can be if you don't have systems in place. You need certain skill sets in order to smooth out your business model. And a lot of people don't think in these terms. They kind of think make, sell, make, sell. So, you know, if you're a crafty type person and you do ceramic, you're not thinking about marketing, you're not thinking about presence, you're not thinking about, you know, your, your, the extent of finances might only be I buy stuff. I make stuff with the stuff I buy and then I sell the stuff I make and that's how I make money. And that one, two, three process is very, very, very cut and dry. Um, so expanding on some of those, you know, can I even do it skill sets? Um, mean, that's where everyone starts. They get out there, they give it the old, uh, you know, college try and, uh, Oh, it's a sink or swim. Some people find out right away that it's just really not for them. The, the, the lack of guarantee is just way too overwhelming. But what I want to talk about here is five skill sets that will smooth out your process of how you do things, okay? Your your business mindset, your, your entrepreneurial mindset. Um, real quick, I'm just going to run through them, then I'll touch on them a little bit. Number one, you have to have time management. You have to figure out how to turn work into a verb, not a noun. Most people who have a paycheck, they have a noun. They go to work, they go home. When they're home, work better not call them on their time. Nobody should bother them. They are not at work anymore because work is a place you go can turn it on and you can turn it off simply by physically leaving the building. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be able to turn it on and off in an instant. Work has to be a verb. You either have to be working or not working, and that can vary through a day. You have to have the mindset that, look, I want my personal time, that's fine. Saturday, Sunday, I don't wanna deal with work, whatever the case may be. Throughout the week, You don't have the luxury to say, I'm not dealing with this right now because I don't want to. When you are an entrepreneur, when you are self-employed, you have to be able to have solid time management skills. Now to develop those, you can use software. There's a bunch of software out there that'll help organize you. You can use programs like Notion or Evernote. You can use a mole notebook, but you have to be able to Number one, build your framework of what, what you want your week to look like and then be flexible enough in that framework to still allow yourself uh, to, to basically get things done. That means answering a phone call or following up on a client's request or answering an email. Um, you know, It is totally possible to be on the couch, hanging out with your family and then check an email real quick because it just, you know, something important's happening. And then go back to watching, you know, Disney, Disney tunes or whatever you wanna watch. Um, jumping off of that one, patience. You have to learn patience. Just because you want it to happen now does not mean it's gonna happen now. And that's with everything. That's ordering equipment. That's trying to get a client to give you an answer. That's dealing with the city. That's dealing with public works. That's dealing with everything. You cannot be so demanding that people need to do stuff the minute you need it. You have to have a little bit of finesse as you facilitate moving parts. And that's really like a backbone of being an entrepreneur is not so much that you are self-employed and you do all these really cool things, but that successful entrepreneurs have the gift of getting other people to help them. Okay? So that's a kind of kind of a broad statement. But let's just say, for instance, um, I need air conditioning in my building. That has nothing to do with art, but it's something that needs to be done. Okay, if you don't have the patience to go through that entire process, then you're you're going to be. I don't know, man, you're going to be really frustrated a lot. Okay, You're going to be angry a lot and everything is just going to feel like it's attacking you. Nothing is attacking you. There are so many moving parts in the world. So what do you need to get air conditioning? Your air conditioning goes out. Well, you need to call someone and then you need to schedule it. And then you need to be there. And then you need to make sure that you have the parts. And then you got to make sure that you have, you know, uh, whatever. Whatever it needs to facilitate those moving parts. You need to be able to help the people that are helping you move things, okay? The mindset that I want this, I'm paying you, you should get it done, you know? Like, so let's say for instance, um, there's a sign that you need outside. Now this sign is gonna help bring customers into your business. Uh, you know, you could easily go paint the sign, but you wanna pay someone, and the person's taking six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. Guess what? You are not facilitating moving parts. You are putting the blame on someone else and allowing something to fail and not taking responsibility for it if you need a sign painted and that person's not getting it done move on find someone that will and every once in a while you got to take one on the chin you know this guy was going to charge you 100 bucks but to get it done tomorrow because you need it done it's going to be 200 bucks in the long run will that sign help you will it make you more money yes pay the money move on okay Um, there's all kinds of nickel and dime expenses that you did not account for that are going to happen and you just kind of have to roll with it which brings me to financial responsibility you have to think about money differently you have to think about yourself differently when you are at home and you want to buy a cheeseburger that is you buying a cheeseburger When you are at work and you need to buy a printer, that is you as an entity buying a printer. So for instance, my name is Matt. My company is Matt Hodel Tattoo LLC. When I need a printer to do what I need to do to facilitate moving parts and I go buy a printer, Matt Hodel LLC is buying that printer. So what I'm trying to say here is you have two financial worlds you need to live in and then you need to understand how to structure those financial worlds need to figure out how the product, which is you, that entity, whatever LLC or S Corp or whatever you want to call yourself, start thinking of yourself as an entity. You need to think of yourself that way. And when money comes in, when you finally start making money, it goes to that first. And that gets taken care of first, because if that entity dies, you don't have any more money. Once you get that entity supported and you can financially support it and you can figure out how to comfortably um, finance your business, then you can start taking a draw. And that is how much money you make. So if you sell, you know, a thousand dollars worth of paintings in a month, you did not make a thousand dollars. You grossed a thousand dollars and then you paid all your overhead and then you find out that you netted um, 500 bucks. And out of that net you need to leave some money for you know cash reserve so you take a draw of $300. Now, Matt Hodel Tattoo LLC grossed 1000, netted 500. Matt Hodel, which is me, took a draw of 300 bucks. So you cannot take the mindset that you sold $1000 and now you have $1000. There's a lot more to the financial responsibility part and it's an ongoing learning process like all these skill sets are. I'm just planting some seeds here so you can start to look and see what works for you. Okay. The internet, all right? The web, the, the, how the whole entire thing works, how you reach your audience. I don't need to re emphasize that the world has changed and that brick and mortar is almost dead. Okay. Your presence, how you get out there and your, your, who you are on the internet. You need to start thinking about that in terms of building a solid foundation and then leading everything to that foundation. And that foundation more than likely is going to be your web page. And on that web page somewhere, there's a contact button to get a hold of you for your services or there is there is a web page that has a store on an online store. Either way, you're trying to drive traffic to that. So they click and they end up doing business with you. Now, from that foundation, move out, okay? How do people find your webpage? You need online content, all right? The best way for people to notice you is to become an expert in your field. So put content out there that shows who you are and what you can do. For instance, I like the Risograph print. Risograph is really fun, but not a lot of people know about it. So in order for me to get business, I've got to put product out there. I've got to put information out there that explains what it is. That way, when people do come across the idea of risograph printing and then they find out that I'm an expert at it, they're going to come to me for services. Okay? so you can put out YouTube channels, you can put out blogs, you can put out podcasts, you can do interviews, you can um, I don't know, I mean, there's. There's a lot of things you can do, those are kind of the basics, but the point is, is that content will stay on the internet and will live on the internet and you have control over it. No one's gonna delete it unless you say it's okay to delete it. From there you move out and you have feelers, you have social media tools. That's like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, Behance, um, you know, DeviantArt, all those other things, even Reddit. So you use those because you don't have any control. They can ban your account. They can delete your account. They can can, uh, ruin the algorithm so that no one sees your stuff. But it is a feeler. It is an antenna. It is a way to reach people who don't know that you have a bunch of online content yet. So when you use your Instagram account and you use your Facebook account, don't use them as a place as your foundation. Don't put all your time and effort into building your Facebook page or into building your Instagram page and make that everything about you. And the vulnerability when you do that is as soon as someone cancels you, as soon as they get rid of you, as soon as you post something that's unpopular with their policies, you're gone. I have friends that you know, in particular, who built up a 50,000 following Instagram. And that's a lot of t-shirts you can sell when you have 50,000 followers. But if you post something like some boobies or a butt and they don't like it, they're going to flag you. And if you post it again, they're going to delete you. So understand how the internet works understand how seo works how search engine optimization works understand how to get people to your foundation again i'm planting the seeds i'm not telling you how to do it right now i'm just getting you to understand that you need to think differently and last but not least trust in yourself build yourself up if you cannot believe in yourself fake it until you can become someone else all right Uh, create a persona that you wish you were be the person that you wish you could be you know in my case I had some mentors that I wanted to be like. And when I had to make big business decisions and I it was really scary. One of them was, you know, I bought the building that my shop is in and it wasn't cheap. It was over a quarter million dollars. It was actually way more than a quarter million dollars. It was an expensive purchase and it was scary. And I had to write a very very big check and I had to take responsibility for this building where it's not a house, you know, when the air conditioner goes out, it's four times as expensive to fix than a house. The, 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 the numbers were mind boggling and I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was the person. I doubted myself. But the only reason, the biggest reason I pulled it off was that I have a mentor uh, named Craig. And I really enjoy Craig's advice. And I think Craig, you know, has done some amazing things. He buys and sells property in in Brooklyn. He's success a successful photographer. And he's given me a lot of good advice over the years. So what I did was instead of saying I'm buying the building, I pretended that I was buying the building for Craig. I pretended I was Craig. I pretended like what would Craig do? And if I heard that Craig bought the building that his that his business was in, I would say, yeah, of course, Craig did that. Craig's you know a smart person. He's he's an entrepreneur. He goes after what's important. Matt at the time couldn't do it, so Matt had to be someone else. And I do that over and over again, as life gets scary or business gets scary, or I've got to make some moves to kind of expand to uh, another area of business. Um, but. And at the end of the day, what's happened by you know, as as I bought the building and I've made a couple other uh you call them moves, call them whatever you want. Um, I start going, wow, you know, I do make good decisions and uh I do uh I think things things do work out, you know. So to run back through really quick, here are the five skill sets that you need to start thinking about, looking into go to the library. I don't care go google it time management get your time management skills up okay get your financial responsibility up get your patience and the ability to facilitate moving parts work on that web and the internet and your web page work on understanding how all that works and last but not least trust in yourself all right so I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I, I will be announcing my YouTube channel pretty soon where I can hopefully share even more content with you. Uh, this has been another episode of the bastards of art podcast. You can find us at uh, www.bastardsart.com. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, please share this with a friend. Um, you know, it, 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 over the years, I've I've stopped recording from time to time because life happens. Earlier this year, I broke my leg; I couldn't get upstairs to the recording studio. Um, then I ended up getting sick for a while. Life happens, but every once in a while, I get an email from somebody like in San Diego or you know even like Boise, Idaho that say, "Hey, thank you for um, doing these podcasts," and I want to say I hear you, and I and it helps me so much to hear that feedback that i'm actually helping people um this is a very weird thing it's a very weird format you don't get to put a podcast out there and have people tell you how much they like it like instagram you just put it out there and it's crickets you don't know what happens so when you guys email me and stuff like that i really dig it i really appreciate it so anyway i hope you guys all have a great week talk to you soon